Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, welcome to today's episode, uh, which we're calling Getting Rid of Inner Spam. Now, I'm probably taking on something here that, well, I'm not sure. We'll we'll see how we get on with this, (laughs) because I'm going to throw something out here that uh, may be confusing, but I do think it's important. But I do think also you'll probably relate to it. Um, I'm just not sure how far we can go with it on, on a podcast like this. But anyway, Inner Spam, right. Everybody has got inner stuff that they have an issue with or that they feel that is holding them back. Um, It could be to do with lack of belief or self-belief. It could be to do with maybe a trauma that they feel that they experienced in their childhood or something from their past that they're embarrassed or guilty about. Um, And for whatever reason, you and we can all feel that something like this can block our success. And without a doubt, inner spam is a real thing in terms of it, it does exist in our minds. And it can definitely block a lot of people's success and indeed, enjoyment or happiness but here's the here's the weird thing in my experience and i've been around the houses on this exploring all sorts of ways to get rid of inner spam um, (laughs) in me and in others is where i've come to the conclusion is that getting rid of inner spam starts with realizing that you can't get rid of it right shane that's a little bit confusing okay well let's get into it um if i'm if i think about my gmail so gmail is probably the main email that i use And like most email systems, it has uh, now an automatic kind of inbuilt filter to detect spam or what it thinks is spam. So it it will push what it thinks is spam into the spam folder, which is brilliant because it just removes all this gunk or junk um, out of my main email so that I can kind of just get focused on the stuff that that is, is of better value to me. So that's a very valuable I suppose, inbuilt uh, process within Gmail. Um, wouldn't it be great if we could do the same thing with our minds, you know, that the inbuilt system actually is there. But I actually think that it is inbuilt into our minds, but we're just not necessarily fully aware of it all the time. So, like, what's inner spam? Inner spam could be insecurity, envy, greed, jealousy, ego-based stuff, Um you decide, you know, we've got a nice little smorgasbord of nice emotions there that you can pick from and, and, and you can add your own choice to it as well. Uh, <laughs> but who who hasn't or who doesn't carry something? And it could be to do with money. It could be to do with um, how you see your ability in relationships or even the way you think about security um, or worry uh, or stress or your health, you know, Okay, so, you know, just to reassure you, you're not the only weird on the room. Everybody seems to have something. But how we handle them is, does vary from person to person. And the reality is, I think it is a never-ending game. Um, just when you think you've got, oh, I'm, I'm over everything. Well, then new situations that you might find yourself in would push probably new buttons, which is good. I think that's good because it gives me more chance to grow. And certainly what I've realized for myself and with clients is that the more conscious that I am, the easier it is not to get caught up with whatever inner spam comes in. So I think, you know, becoming a, a black belt 
at being mentally present genuinely now is hugely valuable. Um, now, let's see, can we break it down to something that's a, a common example? If I think about fear of uh, speaking in public, which seems to be a very prevalent fear amongst most people. Um, in my experience, the real issue there in terms of, you know, in our spam context is the main issue is that the person's attention, if they're afraid of speaking or feel that they're not doing a good job, is that their attention is divided. It's divided between two things, between doing the speaking and then thinking about what they think is going on, as in people are bored, they won't like me, or maybe there's something from the past that happened as an experience that they felt they messed up in. And so they played that in their minds and they're given that more attention. But on a very simple level, that to me would be inner spam. It's it's something from the past coming in and saying, oh, this could happen again, or you might mess up and make it even worse. And so they're given that attention almost unconsciously without realizing it. And maybe you're the same listening to this. Um, and, and that's okay because it's a kind of a, it can be a human thing, but I think the more conscious we are of what's going on in our inner worlds, and the extent to which our inner worlds really influences our outer results, that's really the uh, the zone of the answer. And I used to feel, I mean, I used to feel really bad about having negative thoughts. You know, I think there's a common thing within even things like NLP um, or even performance psychology. We're thinking, no, no, no don't think negative thoughts. Uh, that's a mistake in my view because it causes a lot of stress. It certainly did for me. I've seen it with clients. It's okay to have negative thoughts. But the issue is, am I giving attention to them? I can, I, I don't mind any negative thoughts coming into my system or even any inner spam. It will come in because as I'm going about my life, um, your mind has a has a really massive memory data bank. And as you meet people and go through new challenges, all sorts of buttons unconsciously always get pushed. I, I, I can't control that. And so they will throw up different memories at times or things from the past or even a feeling of insecurity that comes from the past. But if I'm mentally present and very conscious of what's going on inside me, and I understand that my mind is a thought generating machine, and most of those thoughts come from the past, therefore 95% of them really to me are not really probably valuable to me because they're coming from a limited past. That, that does to me change the context then of the value that I place in my thinking. So I don't know if, if this makes any sense to you as you're listening to me, but to me, this is kind of into, we're getting into kind of sweet spot territory for major change. And if you're listening to this thinking, well, maybe there's something wrong with me, that he's okay with this, that, and the other. I mean, honest to God, I've been in so many different things with clients and groups and over the last 21 years, where you start to realize, certainly from my point of view, you realize, oh, we're all walking around thinking there's something wrong with us and we're the only one, we're the only weirdo. And we're all the bloody same. <laughs> and we're all afraid to actually admit maybe what has a hold on it, not realizing that we, we have so much in common with each other. And maybe one of the biggest things is how we feel guilty sometimes about something that we think is inside us that we think is wrong. And because we're feeling that guilt, we're actually giving it more life than we should. So I think, I think a better question to consider sometimes, is, for example, is like, don't ask, well, why am I thinking this? Or how do I resolve this? I'm not sure that they're always the best questions. I mean, if they work for you, great. But in my experience, they can sometimes compound the issue, make it worse because it's putting your mind off in the wrong direction. In my experience, a much better question is to ask this one, which is what part of my mind has an issue with this? You know, what part of my mind, where is this coming from? Um, and that's a harder question to answer, but actually that 
it's well worth the effort. Because, for example, a lot of the times, from my point of view, uh, if I'm thinking, well, why am I feeling something here? It could be to do with ego. And I think, oh, well, then I, I don't really want to listen to that. So I wonder, are you listening to this aware that you have got inner spam? Okay? I mean, most people will even privately perhaps admit it. That, but any sort of inner spam that's there that you're giving attention to will hold you back. Um, it will hold you back. And that spam, you might be thinking, well, this did happen from the past, my childhood, or something happened even in business. I, mean, I was talking to um, somebody like over a year ago who'd had a really difficult experience through the, the crash in 08 or 09, 10. Um, it, was, it was traumatic for the business, caused a huge amount of stress f for them in their personal life, um, nearly lost everything, including their marriage, but managed to come out of it recovered, but scarred. Now, the scar has got the benefit and, uh, and, a, and a concern. The, the benefit is that it made them a much better business person, without a doubt, um, and perhaps a better human. But the, the challenge with it is that the memories from the past, that trauma is now in her spam, and it, it will throw up, for example, when the pandemic hit, they just got really, really panicked. Why? Because their mind went, oh my God, it's happening again. We can't go through this again. It was too painful. That's in her spam. But now, if, you know, having worked together for a little bit, now he would look at it and go, well, okay, well, that's that's just thought that's coming from a memory in the past where I felt pain. But I'm not the same person now today. The situation today is very different. And so he can stay calm. He can stay calm, centered, clear. And because he's like that, then it means that he can uh, deal with the situation right now in front of him much, much better. So as a result, his business has been pretty strong actually through the last 12 months of the pandemic. But he would say it's primarily because he's better able to handle the spam. And hopefully that makes sense as an example, perhaps around like when you, the better way to handle this, handle the spam or get rid of it is actually to realize that you can't get rid of it, like let it come out. But the thing is, just don't give it attention. Don't give it attention. So, I mean, sometimes for sure, we do need to work through spam if it's very heavy, you know, and that's why counseling and therapy exists and can be very, very helpful. But I think there's a limit to it because um, sometimes the model with therapy or counseling gets you to stir up the past, depending on which model that you're, that you're involved in. It can really kind of sometimes make it worse. So I think you got to watch the results. Like therapy shouldn't be going on forever. I think it should, it should start and it should have a very defined stop. Um, and if it's going on for a long time, I think maybe you need to think about that one. I get out of it if I was you, um, but that's just my personal opinion. But what would you happen? What would happen if you recognized inner spam for what it is? Thoughts from the past, thoughts that you don't necessarily have to believe, because sometimes actually we can hold on to stuff from even our childhood that has a massive hold on us, has a massive effect on on us today in terms of how we feel, how we look at the world, our insecurities. But we're very different. We're much older, yet the past is still here. But what if, what if we could get rid of it? Um, and I think the, the 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 way to get rid of inner spam really is to understand its nature, but also to understand our inner nature. You know that we don't have to be limited because of something that happened to us in the past. So, food for thought. In the next episode, I'm going to. Uh, Link to something connected to this, which I think is is belief. 
but one element of it that I think is complete BS. The BS, I believe, maybe is what we call the episode. So uh, <laughs> this is creativity uh, uh, in the moment, folks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, listen, I hope you're well. Thanks for joining me. Food for thought, hopefully for you. And bye-bye. <laughs>